0: Good afternoon and welcome again to the RN Elite Sports Podcast. Feeling very positive on a lifting move today, mid-10th Mother's Day. Hence why we'll be releasing our second podcast for the day. But this one more looks at the importance of planning from a coach's perspective. And this was after we had done an initial podcast. We did say that we would look a bit deeper into planning and the role of planning. Now, during this COVID pandemic, I see quite a few of the the guys in the cricket fraternity cooking and posting up meals that they would have done and what's not. And I, I always question, how many of us just go into the kitchen and start cooking without thinking before or reading up on a recipe Checking for the ingredients, checking to see if the gas, if the gas bottle is weighty, you know, prepping the meal, whether it be cutting up your vegetables before washing off your, your spices and what's not your time, all these different things before we actually start to cook. So if we plan for that, why then as coaches should we not plan our practice sessions? Now, plan planning is the, is a process of preparing for something. Okay, it can be tedious. Planning is tedious; so it can be time-consuming. However, once done correctly, it will go a long way in ensuring that sessions run smoothly. Progression of players can be mapped, and with clear objectives, that an evaluation can be done. Now, I have worked from a coach's standpoint with other coaches and from a player's standpoint with coaches. And sometimes you, you tend to see or you can recognize clearly those who have put a plan together. Because once we plan, you tend to see that your session runs smoothly. The progression is there for everyone to see. It's not a case where we start doing something and then all of a sudden we jump to something that is completely far-fetched or away from the main aim of the session. Now, when planning there are several factors to consider and I think that this highlights the importance of planning. I will just list them and then probably just go through a couple of them in bit more, a bit more detail we have the stage of development of players, prior knowledge of players, the phase of the training year. We also have to consider the player's role within a team, the type of competition that you are preparing for, available resources, the objectives of the the session, the types of practice, the structure that you'll want, and, and these, these factors that I would have just listed are critical to the long term development of players, of teams, and by extension of coaches. No, starting with the, the state of development of the player. Previously we spoke about coaching styles and which style may be best suited for the stage that a player is at. For instance, sometimes you might not necessarily adopt the same approach for a guy that's playing test cricket as you would to a guy who is now coming into a Herman Griffith Griffith team or he's now breaking into the under 13 setup at at a secondary school. So the stage of development of the player is important when planning the session so that your drills are appropriate for the, for the skill level that the players is at, so that the language and communication skills that you employ are suited. And I think that quite often we neglect the importance about the language that coaches use. Sometimes we can use highfalutin terms and you would see young players looking at you and just, you know, they're looking at you with blank faces because they don't understand and then coaches might then say, do you understand? And the player quickly says yes and then you're going on. So in planning, the stage of development of the player is important. The language that you use to be appropriate with the stage of development is important. It helps you with the drills that you choose. to to utilize and not just the drills the, the difficulty that you may employ in executing them and how you go about challenging the player the next one we look at is prior knowledge of the player if there's prior knowledge then your planning of the session builds on that prior knowledge that you may have and this will tie back in everything here will tie back into a term I call that we we know and we try to shy away from which is documentation but having that prior knowledge of a player means that you come into a session can plan if we are going to progress the session forward if we are going to repeat what we would have done previously check for understanding to check for the, the fact that the player may be able to execute the skill that you may have been working on or you may just take a different approach because quite often you may be looking to correct a flaw let's work on that from that angle of it and you may be adopting one method if you have that prior knowledge and that documentation of a previous session and you evaluate the session, you recognize that well, my approach or the drill that I would have used probably was not the best drill. In that scenario, then you have the ability then to go back using the prior knowledge or the knowledge garnered to then structure a session slightly different. So that's where planning comes in part comes into play there and how it relates directly to prior knowledge of the player. Now we're gonna go on to an area where I think that we can have a separate podcast on this. I'll probably talk for hours on this one. Where we talk about the, the phase of the training year. Oh, so the term is periodization, where you break down your training year into different phases, and you have like your general preparation phase specific preparation phase then you have competition and then transition quite often we, we, the literature says that during that general preparation phase is where you look at correction of faults and flaws in, in players and then as you get closer in the specific phase you then tending to look at team tactics how, how does this player fit into the team's tactics, the team's approach? And then your, again, your session will be tailored to helping the player execute his role within the team. So it becomes a bit more specific to the team. Where in that general phase, you are working on building that base, that foundation for the player to be able to execute his skills, whatever skills will be required. Because at the end of the day, a cover drive in a test match is the same cover drive as in a one-day game, is the same cover drive as in a T20. However, the level of intensity and regularity and risk sometimes may change in the different formats. So if you know, for instance, that a guy is preparing for a T20 competition, within the next two months as you get into that specific phase you're looking to raise the intensity at which you plays these cover drives. you may be looking to shuffle a bit more around the crease create different angles take a few more risks and those are the things that you would dive deeper into when it comes to the specific phase and then there's the competition phase many of us coaches who would have coached teams competitively know that sometimes it's very difficult to correct a technical flaw especially with some major flaw in the middle of competition because in the middle of competition players are looking at execution and looking at results and sometimes tinkering with major technical flaws takes away then from the player's ability to execute during competition so during competition you're more looking at your practice sessions are about grooving trying to keep players confidence level high so then how you structure your session whether or not it's early in the week i can use examples of let's say elite cricket quite often i would have employed more difficult and challenging scenarios Or situations at practice. Earlier in the week. Tuesday and Wednesday. Where players might have. Players may fail. To reach the the goals that might have been set. Or they may struggle. It might be a little difficult situation. The pitch may be a little dry. Different types of things. And earlier in the week. Yeah we're going to adopt that. Because we're looking to see how they adapt. But then as we come closer to Match day, Thursday, Friday. It's more about grooving. It's more about ensuring that the players are going into the game with confidence. So planning is very important when it comes to that, especially in that competition phase of, of your your training program. And then the final phase of transition. Then it's for coaches now to understand during this period to be reflecting on the season reflecting on the goals planning for the next season or the next year so it isn't during that phase it isn't so much about the technical aspects of it it's allowing the players to take a break mentally reflect and then start a plan to go forward so again you're planning ties in what you do ties in very much with the phase of the training year that cricketers are in on the season we spoke previously we touched a little bit on the, the role of the player within the team so if you're having an individual session and you're planning for it and you know that your player is a batsman who goes between six to seven let's say in a one day game then you tailor your practice for that your practice is structured for that your practice benefits and seeks to address the needs of the player within the situation that they're going into so the role of the player must be considered when planning and then that leads into the type of competition that they're preparing for I know there was a I was working and doing some one-on-ones with a young man who wasn't certain as to whether or not he was going to play one day cricket but in his mind he was more looking at the longer version of the game but still sometimes would come to practice unsure as to whether or not he was going to play the shorter version or he was going to play the longer one so on occasions it made structuring the practice a little difficult we had to be a bit we had to be innovative we were able to get it done but however players must players and coaches must be relatively clear as to the approach at club practice you may have some guys who are playing intermediate cricket come into practice the same time you may have someone preparing for T20 on the weekend and through planning you'll be able to meet the needs of both sets of players within your next session there's nothing wrong with having your white balls and having some red balls so that the guy that's playing intermediate he predominantly faces red balls you may have enough players, might be lucky enough to have enough bowlers there that the intermediate bowlers can come in at that stage and bowl at the intermediate player so that his preparation is very much on par with what he is going to encounter on the weekend and similarly in your one-on-one sessions and that then takes me on to available resources no this is another point another topic that can go on and on it doesn't make sense planning or rocking up for a session without understanding what is available to you as the coach Imagine you're rocking up to a session. You have a test player that you're coaching. And you turn up. And you don't have the balls. You don't have enough balls. The surface isn't prepared. You have to look at it from a perspective of the player. Because then he's of the belief that the coach isn't prepared. On the other hand. When you're planning and you look at what resources you have, whether or not you're, you're at a location that has an indoor facility or you're utilizing a location where the facility might not be the best, but you have a playing field, you then can plan how you structure your session. You're Looking at the resources you have, you may not have, you may just have a net, but there may be some board knocking around that. You can create a boundary that when you do your throwdowns or what's not, the ball remains in that space. So, your planning must also encompass and embrace the availability of resources. Look at what resources you have to work with. Do not let the perceived lack of resources hinder you as a coach from preparing planning and executing. The key is ensuring that we get over our coaching points and that players grasp the coaching points. Because as long as the coaching points are instilled in players, no matter what conditions they go into, they will be able to adapt. may not be ideal that you don't get the opportunity to use a pitch often or that there's rain around but this COVID-19 pandemic is forcing us as coaches to embrace whatever resources facilities conditions we get to ensure that there's some sort of practice going on so your planning again must consider what resources you have available to you and do not, as I I will repeat, do not let the perceived lack of resources stop us as coaches from planning well and executing. Also in your planning, you can make a decision as to the type of practice structure that you would like to encompass and you would like to use. Will your practice be like part practice? Or will it be whole? I'll explain the difference. With part practice, we do it quite a lot. You break the skill down into different parts. And we work on that. So let's, let's say, for instance, we're talking about a fast bowler running in. And we may just want to work on the delivery straight. And if you plan and you decide, are right, we going to work on this? That part of it just the delivery strike we're working on that and then you can probably then go back to encompassing the whole which then the whole practice which now encompasses the full run up and everything but again it cannot be a case of just rocking up and just deciding oh all right i can do this no we planned that ahead of time how many balls will he bowl from a decrease? crease at what stage do we do progression at what stage will we move on Another part, important part is how do we know whether or not he has achieved the objective. All these are things to consider. Again, the practice structure we're looking at, whether it's going to be fixed or variable. Quite often with fixed practice is one where we get a lot of repetition, lots of repetition utilizing the same surface all the time. So. We hear the complaint about guys batting on concrete strips. Sometimes it's very difficult to have variability there, but I'll tell you how we can achieve that. But on a concrete strip, we know that the surface is going to be true, going to be the same every time. Very good for repetition. Again, we speak about bowling machines. Are we going to use the bowling machine to try to get that repetition, that fixed practice? Once you plan and you document. You may say then. Alright the next time. I'm going to utilize variable practice. Where the lengths may change. Or the surface that I use changes. So instead of using the concrete strip. I may use like a little turf on the side. Which will give variations. With forces. batsmen And bowlers. To adapt. wiki keepers as well. To adapt to different conditions and changing. Which is said to have significant benefits for the development of all-round players players who can adapt to different conditions and situations so your planning becomes so important in being able to execute a good session being able to ensure that development of players and teams continue. Another component that you may decide on during your planning is whether or not we're going to have constraints at practice today, whether or not we're going to say, all right, you cannot play these shots. We can do a match scenario with constraints. So in doing a match scenario ahead of time, we must understand, all right, how many runs we're trying to to defend or how many runs we want the the batting team to chase. What are the rules of this? What are you going to do if somebody gets out? at club everybody doesn't attend at the same time so you must have an idea alright so if I only have seven guys at practice how will I still be able to execute this and it can be done but all that has to come through planning not necessarily planning on the way planning the night ahead and documenting documentation is critical Planning helps with documentation. Documentation helps with planning. So just to reiterate again, planning is one of the most important components that a coach must embrace in order to develop players, develop programs, develop themselves, develop teams. Just take into consideration when we are planning and documenting. Consider the stage of development that the player is at. Utilize your prior knowledge of the player, the phase of the, the training year that you may be at, the role of the player, the competition they may be preparing for, the available resources, and the practice structure you may want to utilize. As long as we can plan well and document your documentation from a practice session will inform the next one and the next one and the next one. And it goes on like that. I don't want to go too deep into the documentation component of it. But we must understand that as players, players will move on, players may move from one coach to the next or players may see two to three different players coaches in a week through proper documentation most if not all the coaches that a player encounters should be on the same page or at least have an idea as to what is happening where so that it is not a case of confusion being caused i'm certain that many of us would um utilize our salt bread in different ways but we would eat the salt bread some would use it with cheese some would use it dip it in, in tea and stuff like that some would use it just like that alone but at the end of the day the salt bread is consumed so i'm using that to say that several coaches may have different methods or different solutions for a problem however Proper documentation and planning would ensure that there's collaboration. Here's that word again. That collaboration between coaches now. So that there's no confusion created for the player. I'll leave on that. I'll finish the podcast on that one. That through proper planning and documentation, we should then ensure to have more collaboration between coaches sure the benefits of the player once again I'd like to thank you all for listening and do enjoy the rest of your mother's day blessings and greetings to all thank you